3: Para vivir.
4: And in our bulletin tonight, the Coalition of Muslim Organizations in Ghana gives uh, indications they may occupy all regional capitals in protest of the decision of Ghana's, uh, Ghana to abstain from a crucial United Nations Security Council resolution. I also will take you to the Water region where waterborne diseases have already been detected just two days into screening victims of flood in Memphis. And later in the bulletin gridlock on the Malam Kaswa Highway, as the angry motorists stormed the street protesting the poor nature roads in the area, stay as we engage authorities for answers. At 8 p.m., I'll hand over to Emma Davis to bring you Prime Business. Emma, what's coming
5: up in business?
6: Economist Dr. Patrick Esumin urges government to relook expenditure outside appropriation rather than social interventions like the free
7: SHS. If you want to make expenditure cuts, that is not what you should be looking at. You should be looking at the expenditures outside of appropriation, the unplanned spending that happens every year in our budget. Later at
4: 8:30, Razak Muzba will be joining you on Prime Sports.
8: 11 well, Time African Champions Al Hali held to a 2-2 draw by Simba SC in the maiden edition of the African Football League. We'll bring you a light of that game and some analysis.
4: We are a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details. <laughs>
9: Prime Headlines was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom
10: every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
11: Some spices.
9: Yes, sir.
4: Uh, the Coalition of Muslim Organizations in Ghana, Komorg, is giving indications they may occupy all regional capitals in protest against the decision of Ghana to abstain from a crucial United Nations Security Council a resolution from Russia, which was seeking for a humanitarian ceasefire to the war in Gaza. The group is unhappy that Ghana supposedly failed to demonstrate impartiality on the issue of the age-old Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Ghana is the only African country on the non-permanent seat of the United Nations which failed to back the humanitarian ceasefire and rather opting to abstain when the vote was put before the council. A leading member of Comog, Abdul Fattah Lantay a Akinjele, says they will hit the street in protest of government's posture in the coming days.
12: Criticizing government. And if we have to attack government by way of criticizing government, so be it. Because this is a government that is there for everybody, for all Ghanaians. It's not there for just maybe a section of the Ghanaian society. So if the government is doing something that we feel, it's not going to augur well for our country. Because it is some of these things that fuel the sentiments, the fears that you're talking about now. And we are very, very much conscious of some of these issues. That is how come we are expressing our disappointment with the government position because we know that we are in an interdependent uh, globe, that anything that happens in the Middle East has its own repercussions. Mm. We saw we, we can see all the demonstrations that is going on in the Middle East, in, in Europe and that kind of thing. We are even planning to go to, to go on a demonstration really getting sure. sure. So you
13: may pour out onto the streets in the country. Definitely why why? Do you want to pour out some- As an
12: extension of showing our, the displeasure in what is going on in the Middle East, it's our human rights. And we've captured it in the, in, the, in the statement. We'll very soon, hopefully, and we'll serve notice to the police. We'll also have to show to the world that we are concerned about what is going on there. Can't you see the demonstrations in, in New York, right before uh, Biden? As I speak to you, people are still on the street. In Europe, in the Middle East, all over the world. What prevents us from also marching on the street to show our displeasure.
13: Ghana is known to be a very peaceful country. are you
14: not jeopardizing the. the, the no, going on demonstration doesn't mean that we are not, not necessarily by
13: the demonstration, but giving the sensitivities in this matter. That is now, the more reason. sensitive. Feel that you might be inflamed. I'm, I'm happy more you are, make, you you are making
12: the yes. statement that is right, a sensitive right. issue. Yes. It's sensitive. That is the more reason why we have to act responsibly.
4: Meanwhile, an international relations expert, Ismail Hlovo, says government must come clear on its position on the ongoing war in Gaza. As he says, the religious undertones to the conflict could see violent extremists radicalizing the youth and inciting violence.
13: The earlier comment by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs was then complicated by the president's total endorsement of, 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 of the Israeli position and then more of our voting pattern. So what should happen naturally is that we should seize the next opportunity of any resolution calling for humanitarian inter- uh, um, relief or, for the people who are under uh, attacking Gaza to support that resolution. That, that, that will give a little bit of credibility to our stand. Other than that, what we have done now is to virtually say that whatever the Western world has decided is what we are endorsing. Uh, so as a country, we must reassert our own foreign policy. We must begin to um, measure each issue on its own merit, regardless of where the proposition is coming from, regardless of where the proposal is coming from. We must not attack uh, a proposal based on where it is coming from. We must look at, for instance, the right of Israel to defend itself. Israel has already accepted that right. And, of course, um, would that right, uh, as in the current context... Uh, would that right override the right of, of those people who are being bombarded to have relief effort? In my estimation, Asana, we should be concerned more with how to ensure that those who are under bombardment have a little bit of relief.
4: Now, we've been joined via Zoom by Deputy Minister for Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration. Um um uh, I, I, Kaban, I will say Danko, to help us with government's perspective here. Grateful for joining us here on Joinish Prime. Now what explains the reason for Ghana's abstinence from that vote? Um, if you could unmute un, un, for me, I'll be grateful, Minister. Minister, kindly unmute so we can hear what you're telling us, sir.
15: First of all, Uh I am not the deputy minister. Uh, I'm the special advisor to the foreign minister. And if I can continue. Thanks, yeah, you can continue. um, I think there's a a big misunderstanding. First of all, Ghana's position on the Israeli-Palestinian issue has not changed and I can reassure Ghanaians categorically on this. Uh, Ghana's position on this matter is guided by the 1974 United Nations Resolution uh, calling for uh, two states, Israel and Palestine, living side by side within secure and recognized borders. Mm. and Ghana is fully uh, supportive of this position. Um, Now, reference has been made to face the statement which was issued by the foreign ministry after the 7th October Hamas attacks on southern Israel. Now, the government's statement was an expression of humanity. Uh, a number of civilians or hundreds of civilians had been killed. Uh, over a hundred or two hundred had been uh, abducted and were being held hostage. Uh, and I believe we
4: saw the scenes of massacres and so on. But but these are fact that, um, that these are fact that the um, Hamas is also contesting that these are propaganda by, by by the Israeli group. Well, this is the information
15: that uh, is also uh, contained in a report made by the uh, United Nations representative in the region to the Security Council. Okay. But in any case, what I'm saying is what the government uh, did was to condemn the attacks by Hamas and and call on Hamas to end the attacks uh, on Israel and uh, to release the hostages and also conscious of the repercussions of that attack, um, Ghana then called on Israel to exercise uh, restraint. And then we called on the two parties, uh, Israel and Palestine, to return to the negotiating table based on the 1974 resolution that I mentioned. Uh, And so Ghana's position has been very consistent. There has been no change. Now, I think these uh, matters are being conflated with the Security Council process. Okay. And what happened in the Security Council was that there were two uh, draft resolutions on the humanitarian situation in Gaza. Um, One was by the Russian Federation, and it was Russia's own draft. The other draft was by the president of the UN Security Council for this month, Brazil. And that was consulted with all the members of the Council. The two resolutions were going to be dealt with
4: in the same meeting, which didn't make sense.
16: So, but, so be, be, because, uh, of,
4: because of time, if you can do this for me in the next minute. So, is, is, is that why we abstained? What really is the reason for the abstinence? No, so, our
15: position, our position was one uh, to support the president of the Security Council because that was the only way you were likely to get consensus. Because as I said, both resolutions dealt with the same issues. The Brazilian resolution was more comprehensive and it was based on a consultative process, which meant that it was going to attract more support. And I will give you the contrast: uh, 12 members of the Security Council voted for the Brazilian draft, including the four member states that had joined uh, in support of the Russian draft. Uh, so you understand what I mean? Okay. Russia's mm. uh, draft only attracted the support of Russia and four other member states.
4: Okay, all right.
15: And then uh, four member states voted against it, so it stood no chance. Now the Brazilian one attracted the votes of twelve member states in support, including the four that has supported Russia. So, so Ghana supported
4: then- Ghana supported the one with majority member states supporting, right?
15: Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. grateful to you, sir. And that's what I'm saying. It was a procedural issue. Okay.
4: All right. Grateful to you for joining us. He is a special advisor to the Minister for Foreign Affairs. Now, to other stories and to the Volta region where waterborne diseases have already been detected just two days into screening of victims of the flood in Mefe. Now, this came up during a special screening exercise by the Ghana Medical Association and the Ghana Registered Nurses and Medwives Association in a bid to prevent potential health crisis across the eight inundated districts. Their focus is on an estimated 26,000 flood victims. My colleague Carlos Caloni is on site and he's been engaging with some flood victims and medical personnel.
17: Midwives Association, uh, together with the Ghana Medical Association, have teamed up here to provide a medical relief to affected flood victims here in Meppe, in the North Tong district of the Volta region. And as you can see, screening is ongoing here, treatment is ongoing. There are a number of residents here who are actually receiving medical attention from the Ghana Medical Association uh, in conjunction with the Ghana registered nurses. And Midwives Association, and so we want to speak to a few of them to understand their story to see why they are here and what kind of medical attention they are receiving as part of the arrangement to bring relief to uh, flood victims here in the North Tong district of the Volta region. Uh, ta,
6: uh, me from Chow, Mulamoka Tagba, let me ever get our Vavina, Nami But
17: I cooler
6: ticket, Nami free. I'm for her more.
17: So, I was just asking her why she's here, and she's been saying that due to the stress they went through with the flood situation, most of them have issues with their health, and so they are here to actually get some medical attention. And I asked her earlier whether they are paying for these services, and to her, she said no, these services are being provided free of charge here at one of the centers, PPAG Center here in Mepe. And so, uh, ikamaho Taubanuka dawo banuka
6: la fu dem nofia ah ma de a fiñe la ma kata la ñe vaw
17: ta fiñe wana atike
6: yi waba na ma at
17: the government hospital ha yi eh eh nu ajofia o national health insurance ela shi wa lo abu okuras nie
6: okay Mm-hmm.
17: Okay, so she's been telling us uh, that um, she still has a national health insurance and uh, she's just waiting uh, for her medication because she's been diagnosed of uh, uh, high blood pressure. Uh, there are a few others here that we will try to speak to uh, to understand what is really uh, wrong with them. Uh, Madam, what's wrong with
6: you? I'm sorry. i Okay, mm.
17: so she's not here for uh, medical attention, but there are a few others that are here. Uh, Mama, my here. I'm here. i care of I'm here.
18: your name? What's
17: your I'm here. I'm
18: here. I'm here. I'm here.
17: Okay, So she says she's been also diagnosed of uh, high blood pressure and she has been given some uh, medication and she's just waiting in the queue to be uh, served with that particular uh, medication
18: So
17: she's actually confirming that the service being uh, delivered here by the Ghana Medical Association as well as the Ghana Registered Nurses Association is totally free of charge. So I have this uh, lady here to also Talk to us. Uh, give us your name. Okay, so why are
19: you also here? and BP.
17: So has it gone now because of the flood situation?
19: What
17: happened to your house? Tell us.
19: Oh my house here,
17: Okay. okay. so that's the story of Vicentio and as you can see there are a number of people here who are actually receiving medical attention I have this gentleman here to also share his story with us and uh, uh, you appear to be happy I mean you don't have any medical situation what's your name tell us uh, why you're here
20: my name is Adika Achu. I'm calling from Votar region but because of the rain season that's why we are here now but we are we we have so many diseases in the water. So we came here to test ourselves, to see doctor, to explain something to us. That's why we are here.
17: Okay. So uh, when you come, I mean, now that you're here, uh, are you paying for these services?
20: No, no payment. They been? say they say it's free. Okay. So it's general.
17: So I see you holding a piece of paper, what is it? Yeah. Ben, what, what are they telling you?
20: man uh, before I go and see the doctor, then you explain the medi- uh, the, 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 cha-
17: the medical challenge that uh, you have. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, your name again?
20: My name is Adika. So let's take you live to the place now
4: where Carlos Caloni has been touring some communities uh, the whole of today, Carlos, you've been in that area for some time now. Uh, what more can you tell us? We we now hear that some people uh, or they've started detecting some waterborne diseases. What more can you tell us about that?
21: Exactly, uh, according to the Ghana Medical Association, who are on the ground uh, at the test, they have been running some tests on the victims and they are. Uh,
3: Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Yeah, and they,
21: uh, I want to edit from, uh, And the situation is not limited to just the Maffer or the northern area alone. Mainly, we have to go, and uh, there are uh, areas to find communities who are uh, Relying on the lake water, but uh, we are unable to tell if they have those things there because out of the other um specific uh, health directives that is working on the ground, once they have not got into those communities, you really cannot assess it. We are, oh. amen. We are, and the people there say the light Polluted water. And so um, the health situation that been, um, and the water levels are not going down now. So, what needs to be done immediately is to get this relief item, especially uh, you know, portable water to the population. Okay. okay. What, what,
4: what more has been happening in the area today? I think
21: that. That's
4: Uh, I wanted to understand from you what more has been happening in the area the whole of today.
21: All right, so here today we on some donations former President John Drummond in the former Secretary of um, State about um, you know, 11 consequences mm-hmm. in the water, uh that's 10 in the Volta region and one in the Eastern region. The Speaker of Parliament has also made some donations we find these items were made at the Zaporozhe, uh, which is a part um, of this song. Uh, so all the other people pick up these items to the office. i was also told that um, uh, the United Nations team, as well as the Food and Agriculture Organization (W.H.O.), this is a fair area to so assess the situation and uh, they will uh, also be uh, putting their recommendations out there. So, widely, uh, a lot of interventions are coming. But what the fault on the ground is that they want government to, as a matter of urgency, declare state of emergency. Okay. Because uh, a lot of people think that if this is not done, uh, we are likely to have a major crisis during forward.
4: Okay. All right. Thank you very much. That's Carlos Carloni coming from the Voto region there. Let's move on to some other stories here. Now, those are angry residents of Kaswa and its environs protesting the poor nature of portions of the Malam Kaswa Highway. The once glorious stretch is now a death trap riddled with gaping potholes. Motorists say they can no longer bear sitting in traffic for hours and fixing their vehicles every month. They want the government to act. All will engage Member of Parliament for Botiano English, here, Manfred, shortly. First, let's bring back a report followed by my colleague, Fostina Safo, which highlights the poor nature of the road.
23: A few metres from the Kaswa booth is a stagnant pool of water, more like a naturally created government's flagship project, one district, one dam. The problem, however is that the irrigation potential of this particular dam created by cascading rainwater and mudslides is not being tapped as it sits right in the middle of the road. Drivers navigating this stretch must drive with caution, mindful of the peril that awaits them if they speed up. With each rainfall, the asphalt on this stretch is covered with thick sludge from surrounding hills. Frustrated residents say, for years, successive governments have looked on without providing a permanent solution
4: to the problem. I'm from Togutu, to and I'm going to go to the Bahamas. You can see the waves. And here, the monkeys are warm. They're not afraid of the cold.
22: Yesterday, we spent six hours in traffic from the booth to this point. Our leaders don't use this stretch each time it rains. They rather put on their sirens and use the other lane. If they were compelled to use this stretch to have a feel of how we spend so much money fixing our tires, probably they would
10: ensure that this issue is addressed. <laughs> Top government
17: officials own houses around this place, but they keep mute and watch us suffer. Just now, my brake band came off. I have to buy a new
12: one. I honestly
14: don't see what the government is doing to help us as citizens. Every year during the rainy season, this is what we endure.
4: Thank you, Member of Parliament for the Botiano English Year. Sylvester Tete joins us with, uh, for more on this. Grateful for joining us. Now, we are aware that it's not the job of an MP to fix roads, but these are your constituents. How do you plan to ease their plight? well thank you very much uh, can you hear me yes
24: well thank you very much and uh, good evening to our viewers and um, uh, quite uh, insightful report but of course let me say that uh, this uh, situation has been around for a very long time uh, as a member of parliament almost three years in office I, I'm aware pretty much aware of this situation and have worked tirelessly to ensure that uh, government attention is brought to this particular road uh, to ensure that we have a permanent solution to the problem we have there. Mm-hmm. Many people are attributing the situation to just uh, uh, the toboot area and, of course, Atala area of, of the road, but it is not. I brought the road minister to the uh, to the particular section of the road for more than four hours. We have the entire constituency and the source from which uh, the silt uh, comes into the road. And, of course, uh, part of the work has to be done by the Hydro Department of the uh, Works and Housing Ministry. I brought the Works and Housing Minister equally to the constituency. People will bear me witness. I've been a huge advocate for this particular challenge in the constituency. If you come to Tetegu, to the old barrier, as it were, you will find out a huge storm drain is being constructed. But I've always maintained that laws stone drain can really solve this problem until we tackle the hills that the vegetation had been destroyed. We need to rehabilitate and restore the vegetation that had been destroyed. Because if it rains, it is not water that comes from the hills anymore. It is a silt. And I wish your reporters could have taken to the right side of the hills and see the level of devastation on the hills over there. Okay. So government is pretty much aware. But what I'm asking and advocating for is a temporary measure so that we can trap the silt so that the silt don't come to the road so that well well, well but, but but you've
4: brought the minister of roads as well as the minister yeah. of housing what is yes. preventing the government then to take to take some immediate steps
24: well l- let me say and with all uh, for the credit of the minister for roads there are some rules that have been identified that it has to be fixed so i the incident of men, much uh, sales coming into the road. A total of 40.1 kilometers of road have been approved. As I speak to you, over nine kilometers of such roads that have been approved are under construction. Some have been tied already. So, the in, everyone, in, in these areas I mean, where they demonstrated or other areas? I mean, you see, if you look at the only spot where the demonstration took place, you need to target the, the, the source where the, the, the sale comes to the road. That is why we are constructing a number of roads to, to reduce the incidence of the salt coming into the road. That's, that's, what why, that's the why I'm asking whether
4: the, these constructions are happening at the source you're talking about, so that there will be some, some sort of solution to this.
24: Not necessarily at the spot where we have this, but some are close by. And the, 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 if, you look, if you know the area very well, you have multiple sources from which this salt come into the road. So that is why I am grateful to the minister that such a, a huge impact assessment has been done and approval has been given. We are waiting that another storm drain. And as I speak to you, the spot where uh, this incident occurred and demonstrators were today you find out that the, they have started clearing the space for government to bring in the temporary measure we are talking about. But that will not solve the problem until we rehabilitate the, the hills, the vegetation that has been destroyed. And human activities have to be minimized to ensure that when we fix the road permanently, we'll not have it. But I share the concerns of the resident. I live there. Okay. I'm not far from, from the, the tow booth. Okay. Just about a kilometer away from the tow booth. And I share the concerns of the... I've been trapped on a number of occasions for so many hours in traffic trying to get access to the city. Okay. So I, I can understand the sentiment of the residents in and around that place.
4: But once, then, once you know it in. about the revegetation of the area... And if you can do this for me in 30 seconds, I'll be happy. What steps are you taking to ensure that this is done? Because you know that that's the
24: solution. Well, as, a, as an MP, the, the steps are to continue to advocate and bring attention of those responsible to get it done, mm. i.e. the local assembly, uh, when it is beyond the local assembly. That is why I brought in the uh, hydro department of the urban, uh, works and housing ministry. Okay. The, the role of an MP is to advocate, and okay. that I continuously do that. And the okay. people should bear with me the MP, I don't have resources to and I such a
4: huge uh, infrastructure investment. All right, uh, to 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 Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, he is MP for um, English and Manfro Constituency. This is the totally joinish time We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Stay with us.
12: It's Charlie. Welcome back. The malaria will really knock you down, eh? Hey, no joke.
14: Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment.
12: Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time.
1: When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing artemether and lumefantrine. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
13: Great to have back. Thank you. No problem.
1: Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
6: It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But... If you believe in yourself, and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are.
17: Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur.
6: Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation.
9: Milton
22: Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door.
6: So, if you're ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready
19: for you.
9: Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur.
25: About one-third of a million people Live with HIV in Ghana, close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication.
9: Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger and Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898 hash on MTN and Vodafone, and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101 863 161 Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV including children affected by AIDS. For further information please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission. Partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Every day people
1: have money emergencies. <laughs> yeah. 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 I need my school <laughs> <simplicity.
22: laughs> emergency. money emergency. Emergency, emergency. Crash it. I'm you ready. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge, and enjoyment. we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies
10: and chop
24: life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs.
12: Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank.
9: Daddy, Daddy oh, this tank is big!
24: Yes, that's true.
9: It can store a lot of water. That's
24: so true!
9: Wow! It has a working surface like hmm
24: That's so
9: true! I can see F I N T E S S SINTED!
1: That is so true, my daughter!
9: But
25: its father it is too That's not true.
10: But why?
25: Whoa. Hey! <laughs> Syntax was the first to introduce
12: double-layer tanks in Ghana. Syntax again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntax gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water
1: needs, Syntax is the answer. Syntax tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Betway is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement. A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life. Where you can take to the skies with max payouts that reach into the millions. All in the palm of your hand. Visit betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way.
4: Welcome back from the break. Now, residents of Sawaba in the Oforikro municipality are worried about using a weak bridge over a river in the area. As was into the river on Tuesday when floodwaters took over the major road linking Sawaba and Kenyase. No casualty was recorded, but motorists and residents won the poor bridge fixed. Anabuachi Yadom has the rest of the story.
14: A downpour on Tuesday, October 17th. Floodwaters washed away major parts of the Sawaba Road due to the poor state of a bridge in the community. A 20 seater school bus somersaulted into the bridge, but there were no passengers in the bus. But the poor condition of the bridge is a major worry to residents and motorists.
4: Andre, what's on a school bus? Your 20 is a boom! Like your banner, Uncle Annie. Uncle Annie, ma. Uncle Annie, how? Anybody? Uncle Annie, you're fast. You're fast. You're fast. You're fast
22: we heard of the accident yesterday fortunately children were not part we played with the authorities to help fix the bridge when it rains the place is dangerous to use as a driver
26: when it rains
22: i'm unable to stay inside my
4: house
14: some motorists plying the road shared their
24: frustration the
22: bridge wasn't dilapidated like it is today but anytime it rains we are unable to use the stretch
0: don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket
22: On several occasions, we struggled to use the road
24: because of the bridge.
22: Authorities should help us. We have lost lives due to this bridge.
24: When
22: it rains, we struggle to use this stretch. Authorities shouldn't wait for election year before they get it done. When this happens, we have to stop working to save our cars because I won't be able to use the road.
24: But this is
14: how it looks like, a dilapidated bridge eating into a major road network, putting residents and motorists in fear. They say danger awaits them up until government heeds to their concern. For Joy News, my name is Nana Boachetankweyadom. Thank Kumase.
4: Now, the Sokoban Road in the Ashanti region has become a death trap, recording major and minor accidents. Daily road users and inhabitants of Sokoban are increasingly agitated over the deteriorating state of the road, despite assurances from local authorities to fix it. There's more in the following report.
14: The Sokoban Ampayo stretch of the main trade Aban Road is less than one kilometre, but motorists spend 30 to 45 minutes to ply due to the deplorable state. There is an outcry by residents and motorists over the neglect, leading to loss of lives and injuries to accidents. At least five lives have been lost in the past six months. A concerned motorist, Sam Ahinkra, shared an experience with Love FM.
27: I use that route every morning
14: and evening. So
27: coming back onto the road, just around the place, too, I saw this woman walking uh, uh, plantations. chips. You know, David, not true no fault of this, also trying to leave the road and almost run, if another car almost ran into her. So I, st- I, I was my car quietly and I said, Jesus Christ, it is to me averted situation where I now. You see, we have created a haven for people to also become commercial, uh, 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 use this as a commercial uh, uh, place. But that is not the situation. David, the third thing that drove me again is this, which I didn't want to add, but let me bring it in. Emotional art is as it may, but please, viewers and listeners will bear with me. I picked my daughter from school. And we're going home mm-hmm. just around soccer When we entered the road, there was this woman who wanted to come ahead of me. You know, just when you're entering soccer the road becomes about four lanes.
28: Mm-hmm. It about four lanes, about four lanes. Yeah,
27: so just when we we're entering, I realized that no, this man wanted to enter the road. woman A woman, a okay. pregnant woman, and she was trying to veer her way into. So I stopped to let her have access. She was in the car with two other uh, kids, apparently, just pick a children from school. Mm. And then, just you see, just when you enter, there's a ditch a train that has been that day by the contractor and left uncovered and then she ran the car straight into a head-on because she was straight
12: the the ditch is in the middle of
27: the road it's in the middle of the road just when you you move onto it from that uh drug carriage into the road you'll find it
14: mm. the road contractor has halted work over non-payment of funds this has worsened the deterioration it's, it's pathetic david oh, we, nobody see I've, I've i've said this earlier on that i
27: have spoken with the engineers on the site and all they are saying is that they've done series of works and they haven't been paid mm. now it is less than one kilometer stretch of road <laughs> in such terrible state claiming lives and property on a daily basis on a daily basis you hear somebody says at least five in <laughs> week. so i wasn't far from right once every day at least i see something either hating david all that they need to do and we are asking is this can't this just think outside the box and bring and, and whatever those things they use in cleaner uh, uh, doing the garamse on, on excavators. Yeah, 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 yeah. esca- we don't do esca- yeah. there. And bring to come
14: level the place and make it a bit more trouble for commuters and residents of the area. Sokoban is an industrial enclave and the road links to several communities in the region. The Urban Roads Department says the stretch will be fixed by the end of the year. For Joy news Nama Botch Dankwa Yadom, Kumasi.
4: So the Republic of Ghana, Ladyship Getry Tokonu has charged the new lawyers, called to the Ghana bar, to forcefully protect and guard their integrity. And reputation with all their might. The head of the judiciary in Ghana says the most valuable asset of any lawyer is his or her reputation and hence must be safeguarded. Speaking at a CTF roll call to the bar ceremony for 1,097 new lawyers, her ladyship, Gertrude Tokonu, said the new barristers can only build a lasting legacy in a legal fraternity if their personal reputations remain intact.
29: Clad in their gowns and wigs, beaming with smiles, it was a day of joy for 1,097 new lawyers who were called to the bar by the General Legal Council. After going through the rigorous legal training, they can officially associate themselves with the profession they have dreamt of. Despite the joy and merrymaking, the Chief Justice of the Republic, her Ladyship Justice, Getru Chokuno, admonished them to protect their personal reputation fiercely.
23: You will always need to remember that the lawyer's personal reputation is their most valuable asset whether you are aware of it or not your reputation from the very first day you step out in this room and accompanying accoutrements will be built on a foundation of trust honesty and adherence to ethical standards and not just learning
29: Former Deputy Attorney General Dr. Dominicaini was elated with the number of lawyers called to the bar. He says it will improve access to legal services.
24: Um, I think that the numbers this year are very encouraging. And uh, if you have followed my um, career as a lawyer and as a politician, I have always been um, for the fact that we need more lawyers in the system. The market for legal services is very large. Um, there are government departments, including for instance the district assemblies, that do not have lawyers that you know provide legal services to them. And that could actually, you know, help them to steer the course
17: of compliance with their status and with their regulations.
29: Two of multimedia staff who were part of the lawyers called to the bar today, Joy SMS's co-host, Mamavi Uswa Bouaji and Ladoma Fern's producer, Listo, Fodjo, both shared how their new profession will help in their work.
9: Uh, This was something that I wanted to do from the very beginning. I wanted to pursue law, but that didn't happen. I had to go into journalism, and here I am today, back with the law. Uh, So this is just going to be part of what I do. I'm going to be doing journalism and also be practicing the law at the same time. You know, the the law is sort of like the, the basis for everything from where I sit. If you have a good appreciation of the law, it enhances your work, and I think it would reflect in how I scrutinize documents, how I analyze, how I ask questions, you know, that sort of thing.
12: I think this new path is going to uh, shape me, prune, I mean, guide me to navigate well in this profession. It will guide me the way I do my things. It will guide me the way I, I organize my production it also guide me how
29: to inspire
12: even our presenters.
29: Other new lawyers also shared how they were inspired to take the legal path despite their earlier different
22: paths. It's, it's been a very long journey. And I started out reading biochemistry, completed work for a bit, and then I decided that I wanted to do law because I like the versatility that law gives you and the freedom to do certain things. It was tough. And, and to put it like very simply, it was tough, because there were times when you had to do so much, there's so much to read, and unlike the regular schooling where we have semesters, it's just like one entire year, and you have to learn like things for the entire year, and then go and write the exam. So it was pretty tough but thankfully you made it
20: it wasn't easy at all it was very very difficult trust me it's not easy i was really teary inside when they started singing this is the day the lord has made because it's been a journey i graduated from the university of ghana actually doing business administration and i decided i know i need to do something else to push myself further and i decided to study law and trust me it's really pushed me to the highest pedestal because i didn't really expect that this could happen Um, I failed so many times, but I got back and I got back up really strong. The 1097 call
29: to the Ghana bar represents an increase of over 26% of the number called last year.
14: Smith Limited.
4: And Karine Yale is here. <laughs> uh Midema Kodio.
11: Um Dako Kodio. Ah, but anyway, yeah. so I've got loads of stories for okay. you. Uh, but let's begin with um, an issue that seems to be an ending debate about who is fit and whether or not secular musicians should be allowed to <laughs> <laughs> write gospel tracks for mm. Gospel musicians. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's at an ending debate, like I said. Yeah. And the recent story that has triggered this debate all over again is the news about uh, Kwame um, yujin writing and gifting a gospel track for Joy's blessing, yeah. and that song is Victory. Yeah. And so we've put everything in a wrap for you, just so you know what's going on. Music cuts across different cultures religions and seasons of life for many the important thing about a song is that it's relatable or turns their groove on for others especially the religious ones the author of the song is most important recently gospel artist joyce blessing revealed that her latest song victory was written and gifted her by highlight musician Kwame Eugene. This ignited the unending debate about who qualifies to write gospel music. One person wrote on X, quote, is it the lyrics or the person who sang it? If it was sung by Kwame Eugene himself, would singing at a church bring some backlash? I'm searching for answers, end of quote. A Facebook user also said, quote, I've been worried about something today. Some unbelievers who sing worldly songs are now the people writing gospel songs for some of our gospel singers. No wonder a lot of our songs today don't carry His presence. Here's Kwame Eugene's response.
18: I think Christians, in quotes which I'm one, mm-hmm. should actually embark on that project to to make artists that can write like Kwabna, Kwabna. Aquabua. I mean, do more gospel songs for our people. Mm. You understand? Gospel musician
11: and pastor, Kwesi Oteng, also believes people who write gospel music must have a deep relationship with Christ.
21: That person must have a relationship with Jesus Christ already, because, you see, some people are okay with songs that just say that lord you are good or lord you are but there are deeper things to talk about they are deeper stuff and usually when people don't have a certain relationship you know with jesus it impacts on what they write
11: don't know what your stance is on this matter, but it appears it's a debate that may never be settled so Ah, It's a beautiful song. For me,
4: I'm Mm. not sure well. I'm not sure it matters, really. Yeah. Aren't Christians jumping onto this song? Mm -hmm. Aren't we singing it, Mm -hmm. using it to praise God for where we are? Of course. And
11: even the talent that Kwame Eugene has was given to him by God.
4: Okay, so because... It, it has come out that Kwame I mean, Eugene wrote it we are yeah. not saying as the basson he
11: he's from darkness no, all and, of
4: us were created by god that's right no matter what you're doing we say god thank you for what you've done for us so absolutely I love the young man and the young lady preach,
11: to reach race oh, hallelujah time, somebody oh. hmm. <laughs> anyway so let's talk about outlook cuz okay. the latest um the latest episode of outlook mm-hmm. will be shown tomorrow okay. and i'm going to give our viewers a teaser of what to expect tomorrow you are to Expect KWA and Akwabwa, they've got something for you.
22: Watch, it's extremely difficult. I would say that's the it is like a tree, that's the root of it all. The mm-hmm. whole music thing, mm-hmm. the songwriting part, the message, the lyrics is the root of the whole music. Yeah, together. so and um, one is extremely difficult, okay. Yes, and then, um. Sometimes when you take them for granted, um, I sit back and I, I mean, it hurts. It hurts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Because once I was talking to um, my dad, I was asking him how song could be evergreen and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the message was very simple. You, you make sure your, your lyrics is always on point. Mm-hmm. I spoke to Amati Didi on the same issue mm-hmm. case and then he also said, that, um, said the exact thing. Your lyrics have to be yeah, on It way. has to be on point. Yeah, it has to make sense.
12: So we are we are we are in ghana we are we are crying we don't have money we are, because our focus is only you know one year doctor when be you're a lawyer. lawyer yeah one year lawyer so you pilot a pilot when you ask a little child right now what do you want to become i, say, oh, I want to become a musician like I, 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 when, dear grass, bed, you know. right so that's the well, teaser and okay. of
11: course the full episode is mm-hmm. tomorrow at 9 p.m. only on the joints channel, so okay. you should you should look out for that. Alright,
4: and that's from the pretty, pretty looking Kari Yale. <laughs> and that's how we wrap up the bulletin for today. Oh, there's more news on my journal.coms as prime business with another pretty phase, Ama Davis. Well, it's a weekend. Enjoy mm-hmm. yourself, but remember to be good and enjoy listening or watching the Join channel. Have a good weekend.
14: the tip the car and can you
1: not? them, you, introduce GBS lifestyle to Emma, they say No, 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 no,
14: no, no,
12: good DBS
29: No, 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 no. This is for your mom. She loves me because of my you
1: Fruitelli. All natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your fruitelli? This advert is FD-
9: life beautiful. Embrace it with the all-new Ahurofe from GTP
20: Life.
14: In life, choice is good, but choice plus safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to meet your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety. Creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy.
25: For decades, we have helped businesses connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Côte d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you, making life simple. That is who we are, as close as a partner. Bank of Africa. We are indeed the African bank with the global reach.
12: Unleash even more Mula by staking from one Ghana city to 350 Ghana cities. And you could win 26 times your stake on the exciting new pick one game from GamePack. Play by dialing star 946 hash on all networks via our website or download the Game Park app on www.gameparkgames.com. Choose your pick one number from 1 to 36. Place your stake. And watch our live draws on Adum TV at 9 a.m., 12 p.m. and 6 p.m. daily. Hey, live like like me with Game Park. Game Park, more mula, more power. This game is regulated by the National Lottery Authority, not for persons under 18. Play responsibly.
1: your frikies. this at ever-
9: the business segments is brought to you by
25: ecobank the pan-african bank it's time you switch to bell pack today
6: My name is Emma Davis. Tonight on Prime Business, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata assures that 2024 budget will deal with concerns of the private sector in relation to high taxes. The Minister is expected to present the budget to Parliament by the middle of next month, which will be heavily influenced by the IMF program. Take a listen.
3: As a market-oriented government, um, there's no question in our minds about the need for the private sector to be able to thrive and for us to gain the type of productivity that we require as a nation and to create the jobs because there's a limit to what government can do in terms of absorbing jobs. Um, We have, as you know... Uh, being able to once upon a time bring in interest rates um, to reasonable levels, and then we 've gone through this period and of the restructuring um, where we have to we are going to have to confront um, how do we get um, them to have access to capital um, long term financing and um, rates that that make sense and and that really is what we need to. Uh, be able to deliver in this coming budget exactly uh, what alternatives we have for them to have access to capital Um, but they all also um, i believe understand the need for macro stability you know at whatever rate it is if it is stable they can plan and uh, we are assuring them of our commitment to make sure that um, the the inflation continues to come down to make sure that the currency um, at least is stable or continues to trend um, downwards, that we will. Then our challenge now is finding appropriate capital uh, for them to be able to do their business. And that is what uh, we hope that by the time the growth uh, plan is done, In time for the budget um, in November, um, we will have um, inklings of how that would work.
6: Let's get some reaction from the business community, and I'm joined by the public relations officer of Guta, Joseph Paddy. Sir Paddy, welcome. Thank you. This must be reassuring, isn't it?
30: Um, Yeah, we've heard it before. Uh, Let me say good evening to your viewers and your listeners. I was just coming from uh, Akusumo to see if I have a first-hand information as what well is happening at the Akosumo Dam. Because we know we have trading communities yeah. over here, so we have to seek their welfare too. So I'm just coming from them. Yes, uh, I've heard what the finance minister said. But it's like uh, the confidence level of the trading committee has gone down. The trust level has also gone down. Because we've been hearing this. Once upon a the time, they told us, Um, they are bringing some special levy, two percent special levy, and when the sun sets, they're going to take it off. So now, we still have it there. We've complained. now, the finance minister has come to admonish, and I appreciate the fact that, as we've been complaining about the cost of doing business in the country being extremely high, it's now clear for everybody to see, and Ghanaians to see. He has confirmed what we've been saying all this while. Doing business in the country is no longer attractive. Was cumulatively, when you put all things together, our task component and our task structure, we've been good at calling for tax reforms and tax reviews because if you are going to pay cumulatively about 22% VAT, it's extremely on the higher side. So, as our task position stands, it will be even difficult to have foreign direct investors into the country.
6: Would you, wouldn't you say this was quite necessary due to COVID 19?
30: No. No, before COVID-19, before COVID nineteen, um, we have all these factors in place because we're talking about uh, special levy. We're about uh, even before COVID-19, 1% came in. There are so many tax companies. Even when you go to the port to go and clear your goods. you have about 19 line item of taxes. Coupled with that, we've also been concerned about the activities of the shipping lines in this country, that uh, their cost of service charges is extremely high because just imagine you are going to clear about 40 feet of container you, the service fee alone, you are going to pay about twelve to fifteen thousand.
6: I'm yes. sure you're expecting that these taxes or the, the port charges will be scrubbed in the 2024 budget. Yes, that,
30: that is the sentiment we expressed to the minister that uh, now cost of doing business is no longer attractive as a result of these taxes that have, have come on board. Uh, now, and and secondly, to when you talk about even the, the VAT regime the VAT regime is not even attractive, in the sense that the composition of the VAT VAT system, is not there's no parity in it. Some are taking 3%, 4%, some are taking uh, uh, 22%, some are taking 15%. So it makes the tax regime not parity. And because of that, it's difficult to comply. Compliance level in this country is extremely low, as a result of the way we've positioned our uh, tax structure. And that's why we have been calling for tax reforms in all these areas. And as the finance minister has rightly said, now when you go to the port, business is no longer going on there. The, the, the flow, uh, the traffic of uh, the containers that we used to see some years ago, now you go to the port, you, you, there's nothing to write home about. We are losing business to our neighboring countries, with, to their seaport, as a result of our tax position. Because cost of doing business in this country, uh, look, let's look at, for example, uh, borrowing from the commercial banks, you are going to borrow at the rate of forty percent. You can stay in business that borrow. Uh, our uh, interest rate is hovering around forty percent. You know, when you apart from that, when you go to uh, uh, where, uh, uh, our uh, exchange rate, uh-huh. one to twelve, one dollar to twelve. So everything is against us. Everything is against the Ghanaian businessman. Because just imagine we are not competitive to our neighboring country in the sense that the person goes to borrow at a rate of 10%, 15%, and you are borrowing from the bank at the rate of 40%. So we are doing the same manufacturing, but I can assure you, let somebody manufacture this phone from Togo that maybe you're going to borrow at from the bank 15% and you are borrowing for 40%. From the word go, you are not competitive. So, even the after that we are drumming home about, the Af- African continental free trade that we are talking about, if we don't put all these structures in place so that we have one harmonized code, that we all ha- there will be parity, still, co- uh, uh, goods and services in Ghana will be expensive than that of our neighboring countries.
6: You mentioned um, tax compliance and GRI. I want to find out what's the relationship, or well, how has it been so far, especially considering that the so Kain's purpose dealers threatened to shut down November 1. What's the progress so
30: far? Yeah, we believe that every country needs tax to develop a country, we believe. We believe strongly that. But like I said, our tax structure, our tax rate is high. It's extremely, extremely high. 22% on VAT, it's extremely high. You go to the port, going to clear your goods at the rate of almost about 51% cumulatively. So just imagine you brought a goods worth about $100,000. You are paying about $51,000 as tax, as duty. So obviously, there's no way the compliance level will go up. So also kind of people, the reason why they came out with that uh, position is that in recent time, GIA came up with a policy that they are come to do auditing. And for the auditing, they come to sit in your shop. To, and you know, already the mindset of the Ghanaian. we're saying that why will, you not, why will you not also educate the consumer that when you go to buy from any shop, get a VAT receipt. Well, a consumer will come to you and say, I don't want VAT receipt. And as a businessman, would you want that consumer or that man who is coming to buy from you to go? Obviously, you want to sell for the person, and at the end of it, you have to find money to go and pay the back. So, if businesses are complaining that they are losing their capital, and you also come up with that policy, times are always important in terms of doing business. The seasons, that you, have to, you know, in terms of doing business. So, if you are putting that so much pressure, you see what we have seen is that government is interested in the revenue but they are not interested in the facilitation of our businesses. But they go together. They go hand in hand. As much as, as much as you want the revenue to develop the country, you also have to make sure you come up with a policy to facilitate the trading so that we grow. When you grow, your business will also grow. But if you are taking only one-sided, all that you know, you have to comply, bring your revenue.
6: Com- we, we understand that traders are calling for taxes to be scrapped. The finance minister has you know, promised that is something that you, they'll be addressing in the budget going forward what other recommendations do you have for
30: yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we appreciate that that's what we're hoping for that's what we are hoping for because it's, it's one thing said and it's another the, uh, the implementation is another thing altogether. because once upon a time we're complaining about the same taxes and we call them new sound taxes and then they came to assure us that we are moving from taxation to production which we all welcomed it it's a healthy exercise it's a healthy announcement so the business community and the trading community welcome that idea well, that
6: what what would you, be, what would you find as surprising if it's not scrapped from the,
30: uh, the it would be a shocking because that's what i'm saying that's why we are a little skeptical about what is uh, it has been said let's see they say the uh, the uh, the the goodness of the put this in the eating. Let's see whether it will come on But because once upon a we were told, it, we were told that we are moving from tax to uh, production. And before we could say, Jack, now the taxes have increased rather. So let's hope that this time uh, the finance minister will stand by his word and make sure you take some, especially one of the things we expect to go off is the COVID-19 uh, 1% special level. We expect it to go that two percent uh, special levy, we expect it to go. We expect that they should check the activities of the shipping, uh, the shipping, shipping authorities, okay. the, the the way they are charges, and we also want the, the to, for them to pull down on the duties of goods and services in our borders, in our uh, uh, the ports, so that we can attract attract more importation. Okay. As it stands now, the importation is slow. Not that the people don't want to import, but the cost of Clearing is extremely, essential. my dear, let me tell you something. You just go and buy a, a, a car worth about $3,000 and you come and pay a duty in Ghana. You have about 42,000 Ghana cities duty, which means the cost of uh, the revenue or the cost of tax is even more than the cost of the item. So it's, it's a worrying situation. It's a difficult situation.
6: Thank you, Mr. Paddy. Joseph Paddy is the PRO for Guta and he was here, you know, allaying his concerns. But still, with government as economist, Dr. Patrick Assuming has advised government not to rationalize social intervention programs. Rather, it should focus on unplanned expenditure outside the budget. Government, with the help of the World Bank, says it has completed work in the rationalization of some social intervention programs like the free SHS. According to him, these social interventions have small budget allocations and shouldn't be scrapped because of the impact it will have on the poor.
7: It's definitely worth reviewing any new programs that uh, government implements to see what is working and what is not working and if you take the case of the the, the let the flagship program that this government has brought i think it's important that we we do an assessment to see where it has worked and what we can do to improve it now what we have to understand is if our goal is to reduce expenditures if you look at all those social intervention the flagship program that we can call social intervention take the free shs if you take leap if you take um, uh school feeding if you take all of them they are less than five billion that's a very small fraction of our expenditure for this year so if our goal is is to make savings as far as the program is concerned, that's not, what we should be, that's not what we should be looking at. If you want to make expenditure cuts, that is not what we should be looking at. We should be looking at the expenditures outside of appropriation, the unplanned spending that happens every year in our budget. And there are many other things that we should be looking at, and not mm. the, the small allocation that we've made to help the poor.
6: As part of efforts to promote inclusive insurance, the National Insurance Commission has indicated its intention to roll out aggressive efforts to rake in the informal sector into the insurance bracket. According to the Acting Commissioner Michael Andor, the commission is poised to change the negative perception associated with insurance. He spoke to Joy Business at a press story to announce the International Conference on Inclusive Insurance.
14: The 19th International Conference on Inclusive Insurance will be held in Ghana from the 23rd to 27th October 2023. Experts from over 50 countries will converge in Ghana to discuss and identify ways of accelerating growth and economic viability in inclusive insurance for emerging markets. Acting Commissioner of the National Insurance Commission, Michael andor explains the need to improve insurance coverage to rake in the informal economy. Insurance
26: as designed is uh, uh, mainly suits the white and blue color um, employees. They usually would have a salary, and they'll have a bank account, and at the end of the month, they are paid. Their money goes into the bank account. Insurance company will make their deduction. But you know, the majority of our people are in the informal sector majority. The formal employees are very few. Most of our people are farmers, they are petty traders, they are carpenters, they are masons. they are fishermen. Most of our people, that's what they do. So the name inclusive means opening access to everybody. You know, the thing about having a formal job and having a bank account raises barriers for people. And since majority of our people don't live their life that way, they don't have access to insurance. So inclusive insurance means opening access to everybody. He spoke on the importance of the conference to the Ghanaian insurance sector. We need to educate. When you say we have work, we really have work to do. We, on both the demand and the supply side, we have work to do. And, and this conference, will, will. we have been doing it for some time, um, but I think this, this conference will give us a boost uh, and help us to have access to resources, resource persons, experts, experience, data, discussions, um, a lot, a lot that we can gain from there.
14: The conference will be hosted by the National Insurance Commission, the Ghana Insurance Association and the Insurance Brokers Association of Ghana in cooperation with Munich Reef Foundation and the micro-insurance.
6: Head of Sales and Marketing at KPMG Ghana, Akisi Aka, has underscored the need to tighten regulatory frameworks govern the fintech space according to her this is needed to clamp down on money laundering activities in ghana she was speaking at the launch of the 2023 ghana fintech awards
31: the Fintech Awards was set up to recognize the tremendous turn around scene and the financial sector with emerging technologies helping to cover and bank and underbanked populations into the financial ecosystem. Digital financial services have also helped to make financial transactions seamless. In an interview head of sales and marketing at KPMG Ghana Akisi Akas said a stringent regulatory framework is needed to reduce money laundering activities in the financial sector. And
32: really as the industry Grows and with all digital you know platforms, there need to be the need for a regulatory framework. It's a new sector. So it's now evolving and there need to be the guided rules for everybody to play within the same scheme. And really at this point when it comes to money usage. Through e- e-commerce and you know e-transfers and all that, that's where we see the upsurge of you know money laundering as well. So then we are positioned to really help the industry to make sure that the regulatory environment is actually robust that can sustain you know anti-money laundering you know um, capabilities and also support systems and all that. And also as we also work to grow the industry, we are bringing more people into the fray, be they end users or be they businesses as well. That's where we need to make sure that. The KYC is also robust enough to make sure that we are actually recouping into the system people that are traceable, people that can actually support the growth of the industry and, you know, build the financial sector for maximum growth for the economy as well.
31: Project coordinator of the Ghana Fintech Award, Christina Swanawaga, said the award ceremony is aimed at identifying players who have contributed significantly to the growth of the fintech space.
9: So we want to identify all of the players within the industry and we we want to ensure that these players are very well rewarded for the hard work that they put in into the ecosystem to ensure interoperability, to ensure partnership between the fintech companies and the banks, to ensure that the unbanked and the underserved are also served. Because as we noticed previously, there was a group of population that was not included within the financial sector. And that is because either they did not have have formal jobs, so they could not provide job letters to open an account. Now, any and anyone can now have a mobile money wallet. That makes the whole entire transaction within the ecosystem easier.
31: The Ghana Fintech Awards, which will take place on 3rd February 2024, is themed Balancing Innovation and Compliance in Creating a Digital Economy
6: unconventional farming practices illegal mining activities and climate change are heavily depleting Ghana's soil fertility impacting farm production and threatening the country's food security on this week's episode of food chain emmanuel bryce peku speaks with some farmers and agric experts on how to collectively salvage the situation with regenerative agriculture
22: This is 40-year-old David Abate, a farmer at Fiavia Dugama in Sogakope of the Volta region. He cultivates pepper together with cassava and maize on his three-acre farm.
18: I, uh, I do cassava and maize and pepper. So, I just take this, uh, all those. you are not buy again. So, if you go to our farm, we will take that one. Okay. So, it's F S.
22: Okay. So in a month how, how much do you get from the farm? Oh in a month, how much can you for a month? Yeah, 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 yeah the money you make.
18: And uh, the man that I'll make the um, maybe one thousand or one thousand five that's mm. for uh, uh for a year, not for a month. Okay. Um, maybe uh my as much more decent school fees I can get.
22: In twenty ten David left behind his wife children, and farm to seek an alternative source of income, artisanal mining. But the dangers of the illegal activity pushed them back into farming.
18: One day when go to uh, the working. there's water. And the water can't pay to you, so it lets our boat go for the distance. If you don't know how to switch, there you go. That is I see you distance. I can't stay away for...
22: His decision to farm again is rather met with challenges. He's unable to harvest enough pepper. South Tong District Director of Agriculture, Shine Akapu, explains environmental challenges encountered by farmers in the over 15 communities under the district.
19: The flooding comes, in. it takes away most of the nutrients. You know, flooding, most uh, nutrients will be lost. Yeah, and not even uh, nutrients, they will not be able to crop because the area has been occupied with water, they have to wait until it subsides before they go back to farm. That's also an issue. And the erosion with it running away with the salt nutrient effect is also there. OCP people came and then they helped them in doing some analysis on the soil. Oh, uh, the results are with them. Some you look at it. The nitrogen very red, meaning they've given them short-short interpretation. With the red colour, means you are in danger. In
22: despair, David looks at his brown, dried and fruitless maize farm, located a few metres away from the pepper farm. Planted months ago, the farm was destroyed by a recent downpour that flooded the village. He had hoped to use proceeds from the farm to cater for his family's urgent needs. When did this
18: happen? When did you plant this? When? The, the miss. Uh, uh, we planted in Yes. This yes. every. Mm. So, uh, looking at this, mm. are you going to plant again? Yes, we are going to plant again. Because you have to do. Maybe if you not do you not get anything to survive our...
22: Listen. Audrey S. Daku, founder of Sabonsaki, takes farmers through some climate-smart agricultural practices.
0: In 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 making it,
18: you can have maybe a kilogram worth or um, a ton worth of biomass waste. I say regenerative agriculture solely looks at working in tandem with nature to actually grow food, ensure that. You're beginning to see the farm.
6: The full feature will air tomorrow at 6 p.m. on the Joy News Channel. And that's how we wrap up tonight on Prime Business. My name is Emma Davis. For more news, do log on to myjoyonline.com.
14: The other day, as I was in my kitchen preparing my special jollof made with right for my family, I heard a knock at the door. It was my mechanic. Instead of calling me to pick my car, he bought it himself. I said, Cho, he said, FO. I said, Take the car back, I will come and pick it myself. As I turned off the fire from under the Lily Jollof, there was another knock at the door. He was my neighbour. I said neighbour, neighbour. He said, "F 4 my dog has jumped your wall again, oh." I said, "Don't be silly. You don't have a dog." My wife and kids came home and we saw that angel. Cho. it was my pastor. He said, "Bless you." I said, "Bless you, said, Bless you too." He said, "Did he come to church on Saturday?" I said, "I Cho but uh, why are you coming to tell me this on Wednesday?" <laughs>
9: Having to fend off visitors at mealtimes because of Lele's tasty, aromatic rice? Celebrate every mealtime by sharing with friends and family near or far. Lele, tasty food, happy family. This advert is FDA-approved. Hey, Charlie, what number? The malaria really knocked me down, eh?
12: no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual food. You and your food. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time.
1: When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing artemeter and lumefantrine, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
13: Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. No problem.
1: Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemists Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
28: Now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Eco Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by a wildlife from the moment we entered the Eco Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitats undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, Alas, shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this price for adults, this price for teenagers. It's a bargain. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next
2: visit. Safari Valley Eco Park. Bringing you closer tonight. Starting this October 20th to
1: 11th of November, the African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at africa and on FIFA. Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together.
13: I'm so sorry.
10: Segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries. To you, let's go to DBS Industries.
24: This is the first time it's happening in Africa.
18: That's where we can measure up where we really are.
10: is
24: Nigeria. It brings this energy. I want
17: Mamalo
6: de Dance to conquer Africa.
17: Angola style is fighting and very
27: fast players. ولكنها تتعبد من الجميع ان
12: تتعبد من المجموعه من المجموعه
10: التي تتعبد من المجموعه من
27: المجموعه من المجموعه من المجموعه من المجموعه من المجموعه من
8: Hello welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. And earlier today, the opening match of the 2023 Africa Football League kicked off at the Benjamin Mkapa Stadium in Tanzania, Dar es Salaam. It was Simba SC who were held to a 2-2 draw by 11-time African champions, Al-Hali, in the opening game. It was Al-Hali who took the lead and Simba equalized, took the lead again and Al-Hali managed to find the final goal which took the game to 2-2. The yeah, highlight of um, um, that of
26: This first half, you know, to be fair, the make it like
16: can... there was a chance here perhaps for Ali right before half time and they have struck the opening goal in first half stoppage time. It's the Moroccan Reda Slim. And Simba had been caught out right at the end of the first half here. Ali had threatened on a few occasions, early in this first half, particularly on the counter, and this time they have made Simba Payne for that momentary collapse in at concentration. Up numbers forward, it was just laid on, invitingly into the path of Reda Slim by Caraba, the provider on this occasion. That was, it that, was beyond cool Ali
26: that was a cool finish from um, um some
16: chama sizing up the situation defended away and so far though as saying, swung back in once more better looking ball All stayed in play too hooked across goal and they have the equalizer and it's Kibu Dennis Turning home from points blank range. Well, that was a much better delivery in. It was a difficult header. kept in play, hooked back across goal, and there was Kiwi Dennis on hand just to had to force it home. Yes, was uh, exactly. What was
29: required. So the, the substitution has been has been um, for Ali getting into the game, and um, it will be a fair result. Um, it's in. and, it's it's
16: and in. It's two one. Header at the near post, skips beyond Mohamed El Shennawy. Substitution, and it was Sadio Kanoute. I think the substitutes. Getting in ahead of his man.
14: We were talking about the uh, two substitutions, and uh, this is
29: what is happening now. You know, the coach had a tactic uh, from 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 place just to make sure they frustrate the the, the opponent and opponents.
16: Uh, it's a cross goal, and it's tipped away. But there is Car with the equaliser. Four minutes after falling behind, and with the momentum seemingly well and truly against them, a caraba pops up. Free kick taken. There was Yasser Ibrahim in far too much space. Ali Saleem.
8: Well, the action continues on Joy Prime and uh, continues tomorrow. Let's uh, take a look at the fixtures coming up tomorrow. You can see uh, in Match Day Two is Tippy Mazembe. We'll be hosting Esperance, and uh, that's a uh, very cracker of a game there. And, of course, they will be live on Joy Prime. That game also will be taking place in Tanzania at the Mkapa, Benjamin Mkapa Stadium. So, we'll be live on Joy Prime uh, tomorrow, make a date uh, over there at uh, 3 p.m. Now, in the Ghana Premier League, Riyotama united hand Accra Lions, their third defeat in a row with a 3-1 win at the Craftsport Stadium. Accra Lions, having lost to Kumasi, at Santa Cotopa and Great Olympics, went into the game hoping to tense in around, But it wasn't meant to be as Real Tumblr United got the better of them. Yeah, highlights. Oseh Hussein.
10: He's lost it to Free. He's aiming at Mankuyeli. Real Tumblr United in the box of a Lions. This can be dangerous and it's the first goal for RTU. Baba Kushibo puts RTU ahead on, in the middle of the pitch, you know, to find Mankuyeli, who tries to just go dribble past them, Akar defender. But then unfortunately, Akron Lyons, you just don't know what they were thinking over there. They could have just dealt with that easily, but then unfortunately, over elaboration on the part of Ali allowing Mankueli to find Kushibo. Hussein, Abdul Rahman. It's the second goal for RTU. From nowhere, Mancrielli makes it two. We're talking about how poor they started against the Great Olympics only on Monday, just for them to concede a cheeky second. Accra Lions going down down and down and it's 2-0 far to you exactly and, and you just ask yourself what's what's happening to them because they always have the ball in possession they could have done something but then Daniel Afo trying to clear the ball and then Malkuyeli you know blocks it and it ends up in the pole but then Ali again and then it was so casual you ask yourself what a point in from Babakushibo ball flies away for a goal kick Go Adoma Kubo to take the corner Go. Swings one in and they have one back. Abdul Rahman rises to the cross from Adumaku Martin and they got something to cheer about at least for now. It's 2 1 that's that lifeline and Adumaku once again with that wonderful whip. And a- Makuyali goes for goal and again AFO has gifted a goal to RTU. Aziz. And then he's on side. You know, the ball comes in. No, he fails to gather that. He fails to collect that. And it's just similar to what they consider against Great Olympics. Just comes off his chest. And then uh, Aziz will just
8: well that's it, uh, Crow Lions losing to Rio Telenay. But the action also continues tomorrow, and uh, here are the games to look forward to in the Ghana Premier League. Uh, Heart of Folk will be in action against Summertex. Adriana Stars all playing Great Olympics, a very cracker of game there. Bechem United, uh, that's the uh, derby there, Bechem United and Bricum Chelsea. Dreams FC and Mediama, two clubs who are in Africa, will be locking horns at the Theatre of Dreams in Dew. Carole United and Bufocatano will also be in action. Then the Kumasi Derby will be on between Nations FC and Kumasi at Santa Cotacó at the Abranchesi, Dr. Kwame Chai complex, a sports complex there. And then in Saint Man, Legan Cities will also play. BBN Gold Stars and Hearts of Lions will also be in action. Now, away from that, Monza has confirmed that World Cup winner Papu Gomez has been given a two-year ban from football by FIFA, after allegedly taking a banned substance. Now, the Syria side said uh, Tebutalin was found in the footballers' biological samples. Gomez went to the World Cup with Argentina, where he started in the first group match and the round of 16 win over Australia as they won the tournament for a third time. Now, a statement from manager read that AC Monza announces that it has received today, October 2023, from FIFA through the FIGC notification of the first degree substance of the Spanish Anti-Doping Commission issued Alejandro Dario Gomez. The sentence includes a two-year disqualification from sporting activities. This was a drug taking to calm uh, Bronco Spam's crisis in October 2022 when the player was a member of Sevilla SC. AC Monza reserved the right to evaluate the next procedural steps. The 35-year-old left Sevilla by mutual consent in September with one year remaining on his contract. Later in the month, he signed for Monza. Gomez left former club Atalanta in December 2020 after falling out with head coach Gian Piero Gasperini. He moved to Sevilla, the following month, where he made 90 appearances before returning to Italy. The tackle midfielder has won 17 cups for Argentina, having made his debut in 2017. Now to the English Premier League, where Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag says he is confident his side will gain back their form after a very disappointing start to the English Premier League, which sees them lying 10th on the table. Ten Hag believes United results were 10 for the better. He's been speaking ahead of the game against Sheffield United this weekend.
27: Of course, but I also know in the end we will be good. And if we stick together, uh, if we so uh, stay on one page, then the plan is good, and then we have good players. So those good players will construct a good team, and finally, uh, in with our way of play and with our mentality, uh, we will achieve the results uh, we are looking for.
23: Has that been the message you've kept repeating to the squad, regardless of all the noise of the results so far? That you know what the final picture is going to look like and it's going to be good and everybody just needs to stick to that
27: yeah of course and i often repeat that message that finally it will be good but it's not coming out of nothing Mm. you have to put a lot of effort in and not once no you have to do it consistently
8: well the game to look forward to in the english premier league is arsenal versus chelsea not a london derby ahead of that game head coach for Chelsea Mauricio Pochettino has been hailing Mikel Teta as one of the finest coach while Mikel Teta has also uh, been looking forward to that game with some optimism that his side might get all three points
33: yes it's going to be tough because uh, they are uh, they're doing a great job very good squad very good team they're playing so well they are uh, a contender for for everything to win you know, not only the Premier League, not the Champions League, and I think is they are uh, they are doing fantastic, fant- fantastic uh, job, and it's going to be tough, but also we are confident that we can uh, give our best and to and to do a very good game. You
9: say that Mikel
11: is part of your family, he spoke this morning, he said you've been one of the most influential people in his career. What are your memories of your time with him
33: at PSG? Oh, amazing memories. I think is when you connect with with a a person like, like him, and uh, we share the values and we share the, the, the passion of, of football. And yes, I can tell you, it's part of my family. Uh, from the day one that he arrived to Paris, we arrived together, we we spent time together with our families also, in, first of all in a few months in, in the hotel, and then we, we live very close. And it was an amazing, amazing history, and, and of course for me it was, uh, it's no surprise me what it's doing because he was coached already when he was 17 and I know him. Already was, was a coach and uh, trust me, he was really, really good in all the judgment, in the outside football and it's not surprising me. He's, he's great, still really young and, and of course uh, improving day by day. He can be one of the greatest managers in the world.
5: Well, that's the last experience the last uh, feeling that we had between us and um, and it was a beautiful one you could sense in the atmosphere the importance of the game and um, and the way we won it and how we competed against that team but it's just a game and now it's about um, having the consistency and, and keeping the standards very, very high because the, the next game against Chelsea is going to be even harder um,
12: Chelsea themselves, difficult start to the season they won their last three in all competitions was it always a matter of time for Chelsea that with the players and the squad that they have that things would, would eventually start to click? Or do you think it's too soon to, to say that they, they've turned I up?
5: think when you look, first of all, the manager, the coaching staff they have, the history and the, and the club that they have and the players and the squad that they have is going to happen. I think it has happened pretty quickly, not only the last three results. I think, as I said, uh, again, I think they deserve much more in terms of points and results than what they already have. So you can see that they're going to be up there.
12: How difficult has it been to prepare? Obviously, the players have been away, internationals. You've had injuries in terms of putting together the team that you'd want to, to send out on, on Saturday. Um, have you got an idea in your head, or is it still a matter of I'm going to have to see where we are get
5: going right up? To I I do have the idea, but I have to I have to see them all together today. How everybody is, because we have a lot of people travelling around the world and, and with a lot of minutes in their legs. And um, I want to have and judge what is the best for tomorrow. Not only in terms of what I want to do tactically, but how is the energy, how is the mood, how is the spirit. And um, in order to do that, I'm going to have a better clue after the game, after the training session today.
8: Take a look at the full fixtures coming up in the English Premier League uh, with Arsenal and Chelsea, of course, being the uh, liner, uh, the, the big game there. Well, so that's uh, uh, the action. Manchester United will be in action against Sheffield United. And, of course, Manchester City will also be in action against Brighton, Hovind Albion, another very interesting game to look forward to this weekend and the, a few other very exciting fixtures there. Well, Manchester United themselves did take uh, some squad photo shoots and we understand Jaden Sancho was left out of that squad for to shoot. And uh, the player is rumoured to exit the club in January. And uh, we'll bring you more update in terms of that development. But there's the full fixture. This is uh, uh, the Liverpool derby there. Uh, uh, you can see Liverpool versus Everton. Bournemouth playing Wolves. Brentford and Burnley. Manchester City and Brighton. Newcastle United versus Crystal Palace. Nottingham Forest and Luton Town. Chelsea will play Arsenal. Sheffield United will then host Manchester United. And Aston Villa will play West Ham United. Tottenham Hotspur will also host Fulham. Now let's get to Germany and connect with my good friend, Chris Harrington, for the latest in Germany's Domestic Football League. And uh, Chris, well, uh, thanks so much for joining us again. Of course, the international break is over and the Bundesliga returns this weekend the question on my mind is, which side are you finding to get a win in the upcoming
34: match day? Easy. Union Berlin. Nothing has changed. You know, the international break might have served, you know, them uh, some good in terms of getting away from their uh, dismal performances. They are making their Champions League debut and they uh, welcome Stuttgart. Stuttgart right now is being fueled offensively by uh, Guy Rossi. He's been spectacular, the most electric scorer right now. He, you know he's overshadowing uh, Harry Kane at the moment, uh, who who has been doing his thing in Munich. You know, but all in all, I do believe this is going to be a really big test for Union Berlin. You know, they're not looking good. They might have bitten off more they can more than they can chew in terms of competing against. Your most elite clubs in Europe in the Champions League, and then trying to hold it down in the Bundesliga. You know, it's a very difficult thing to do. Your roster has to be very deep, and you have to be very talented in multiple positions, and you have to want it uh, badly. You know, there new additions, in I'm expecting more from him. You know, I was expecting him to be a little bit more productive. Uh, time will tell if he can turn things around, if the team collectively can turn things around. But I think Stuttgart is going to be a huge test for them and a solid opponent because they are at the top of the table or in that range. You know, they're in the penthouse, so to speak.
8: Well, I mean, Chris, of course, um, you know, with the action coming up this weekend, the Champions League is also going to return in the course of the week and are still there, some Bundesliga teams in the Champions League, Barham League, Union Berlin themselves. So, In terms of the teams competing in Europe, how do you also fancy them coming to the next round of the Champions League group stage games?
34: Yeah, I think nothing's changed. It's still Union Berlin, you know, in this regard. You know, of course, you want to see uh, a Dortmund. You want to see RB Leipzig, you know, pick up some steam. Bayern Munich, you know, in terms of Copenhagen, their next opponent. I don't think, you know, that they look, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, the Turkish side. Uh, their next opponent for Bayern Munich. I, I, you know, I don't believe uh, they have uh, much friction in the way of advancing past the group stage, unlike other teams, you know, competing like Union Berlin. They host Napoli. Napoli has an interesting player in Victor Osimhen. He wants, you know, he's the toast of the town in Italy. He, he's sought a, sought after from many clubs. You know, he's a very prolific striker. He spent some time in the Bundesliga. You could call this somewhat his return to the Bundesliga when he competes in Berlin. He did play at Wolfsburg a time back. Uh, So that should be an interesting match. I think a lot of pressure is on Union Berlin right now. You know, they have a great support base. They're the last team standing in the capital city in Germany competing in the top flight. You know, so they do have a lot of pressure on their shoulders to maintain that and uh, and survive. And uh, I wish them well, but I do think that uh, they have the most pressure on them in terms of the teams competing in Europe because the expectations are quite high.
8: Mm. Uh, Chris, got to let you go, but uh, just before I do that, is there anything else that really caught your radar in the the course of the week?
34: (laughs) No, a different type of football uh, hit my radar. The American football is making its tour in Germany. The NFL is kicking off in Frankfurt, Germany. The Kansas City Chiefs will play the Miami Dolphins. Quite an interesting affair. You know, I only bring that up to say this, to compare it to the Bundesliga, okay? The Bundesliga, what separates the Bundesliga from a lot of other domestic leagues around Europe Europe is the affordability of the tickets. You could take your entire family and go enjoy, you know, the game, get some refreshments and so forth, you know, in a family-friendly environment. Well, the cost... Let's call it apples and oranges when you compare it to the NFL. Not only are the tickets going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's sold out in Frankfurt. You know, you can't get tickets. And then you have this background of of a different type of fan base. You know, one player on the Kansas City Chiefs is uh, Travis Kelsey. His girlfriend is a very famous pop star. Uh, You might have heard of her. You know, I'm not sure. I won't even say her name. Maybe you have, maybe you have not. She's very popular. This also brings an added frenzy, you know, to the game. I'm not really sure what, you know, will come of this. I don't know if the NFL will make this a routine. They are in London, Germany. They want to expand. You know, maybe they'll be visiting, you know, a country near you in the near future. Who knows? But uh, in terms of the ticket price, you're looking at a few, uh, maybe $20, 20 euros or, or so forth, compared to over 100 For the NFL game coming to Frankfurt, I think that's crazy. And uh, I don't know. Time will tell if it's worth it. Uh, I'm sure it'll have a good turnout nonetheless, but I did think that was worth a mention. Well, Chris, thanks so much for making
8: time uh, with us here on Prime Sports. And, of course, uh, that's uh, Chris Harrington joining us all the way from Berlin, Germany. And, of course, the action continues all around across Europe we're going to make a date for that. but the Africa Football League continues on joy Prime tomorrow between Tipe Mazembe and Esperance. Do have a lovely evening and thank you so much for being a part of the show all through the week.